So, bonjour, my name is uh, Xavier Leleu. I'm professor of hematology, a specialist on myeloma in uh, France, Poitiers. And uh, we have been uh, all attending uh, HIHA and ASCO 2021, where a um, series of updates have been uh, proposed on uh, the modern immunotherapy that we are using, uh, be specific or so-called T-cell engager, TCE, uh, and CAR T-cells. So uh, very briefly, to try to update you, uh, you know that uh, the first anti-BCMA CAR T, called ID-cell or ABECMA, has been approved at FDA level, is in the process of being approved at EMA level and available in many countries. I'm fortunate that uh, ID cell is available in my country in very advanced multiple myeloma, but uh, still uh, 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 available. And, and we, we knew the data with ID cell. Now, there is another one, a second one, anti BCMA CAR T, developed by a different company, Janssen, called Silta Cell. And there was a number of uh, updates on Silta Cell. Silta Cell is pretty similar to ID cell in the construct, although the, 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 the antibody that makes the car has two epitopes on, um, recognize two different epitopes on uh, BCMA, while ID cell only one. There are various other simple differences. One of them being that with ID cell, there is an expansion in vitro with Silta cell, there is an expansion in vivo in the patient. It doesn't matter much for you in real life practice. What is important is that Silta cell appears to be extremely effective, very interesting, maybe even better than ID cell, though this is a bit too early to conclude. But that confirms that in any myeloma patient that is fit enough to receive a CAR T, and we are going to discuss about that in a minute. Uh, both ID cell and soon on top of ID cell, Silta cell are effective, incredibly safe. The quality of life of the patient is absolutely remarkable. And, uh, and it's, uh, it's an incredible option for the patient that we don't want our patient to miss. Now, the, the, the process to go for a CAR -T, that was my part of, a, of my talk during uh, IHA uh, uh, various speeches we've made is to explain that, first of all, the community-based hospital identify the patients and explain the CAR-T process, the CAR-T journey to the patients. And then the patient are sent over to the CAR-T centers, our centers. We re-explain everything and we explain the timelines to the patients. But at the end of the consult, uh, we find the date for the apheresis. It's an auto Logus CAR-T. So we need to afferate the patient because it is the cells of the patient that are CAR modified. So once the apheresis is done, a couple of hours, as any other apheresis, like apheresis for stem cells, for autologous transplantations, although we are not interested in stem cells, we're interested in mononuclear cells, but it's, it's the same process. Uh, once that is done, um, you're going to have uh, one month, one month and a half, possibly two months, depending, uh, a window where it's nice that the patient gets bridging therapy so the disease will be under control and even possibly reduced 
that will make the Cartier infusion even more efficacious. Once, you, once we know the Cartier is going to be back in a week time, approximately, we do a small lymphodepletion three days with two drugs called fludarabine and cyclophosphamide. The objective is decreasing, immunosuppressing a bit the patient to tolerate the car because the lymphocytes are modified and they might be rejected if we don't have this lymphodepletion. And then we reinfuse the patient and then we monitor. So you know the number one issue we will face is what we call the CRS, CRS, cytokine release syndrome. Not too difficult to manage, to be very honest, and much, 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 much uh, uh, less a problem toxic than when we what we have when we autologous transplant the patient. So the key take home message here in my talk was to say that if you have experience with autologous transplantation, you know above 70 years old, it's difficult. Uh, and, and, and very often in many centers in the world above 65, uh, it is difficult. But for, for CAR-T, it's absolutely different. We can go up to 80 years old without any problem and potentially even higher than that if the patient are fit enough to do so with no issue on cardiac function or no unstable issue on kidney or liver functions. So really, I, I have experience with the CAR-T. I have experience up to 80 years old with the CAR-T in very advanced uh, 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 late-stage myeloma patients. And honestly, it's an incredible, incredible technology. And I, I wouldn't want any of yours, my patients, not to receive this incredible technology that is going to uh, profoundly improve the survival of this patient and have a very short survival, especially late stage myeloma. At IHA and ASCO, there was a series of other updates that uh, we <coughs> have touched based during the symposium and uh, part of them, the so-called B-specific or T-cell engagers, which is an antibody with two FAB portions. Uh, you know that CAR-Ts are cell therapy, immunotherapy based, but B-specific are antibody based immunotherapy with two FAB, one FAB for T-cell CD3, usually at least CD3 these days and BCMA other Targets are in development, CD38, GPRC5D, etc., on the tumor cells. And, uh, and they kind of put the tumor cells and the immune system geolocalized close one to the other. Uh, so they create a CRS. Uh, they are considered Im modern immunotherapy, very potent, very effective, off the shelf. You don't have to afferent the patient and wait for the car to be done to reinject the patient. You can directly treat the patients. My gut feeling is that it is possibly slightly less effective than CAR-T, although it's too early to conclude this. It's too early to be sure about that. Um, they are very effective and very safe. Th there is some CRS, a cytokine release syndrome, but at a lesser extent and really probably most of the time grade one. Uh, and, uh, and when it works, it's, it's like CAR-T, it's incredible. Now, the one thing with the TCE, the B-specific, is that it's a repeated injection. And, and as to now, it's, uh, most of them are a sub-Q or IV on a weekly basis until progression. And so it's not, in that regard, it's not as convenient as the CAR-T where you have a one-shot living drug uh, inside the patient body. 
well. So what we see with all these incredible data is that uh, modern immunotherapy has now proved being the next generation of most amazing drugs in myeloma. These two modern immunotherapies have proved that have confirmed that BCMA is an excellent target, that it could work, especially in end-stage myeloma, where nothing else works pretty much. Belantamam mafodotin, another anti-BCMA immunotherapy, but what we call an ADC antibody drug conjugate works. But if you look at the B-specific and the CAR-T, it, it, it's better. And so we, we now start to develop these drugs, agents, BCE, B-specific, TCE, and CAR-T earlier in the disease course, because we know it's going to be immensely better for the price we pay and the patients and the family and the countries pay and the governments pay for these agents. So whether they're going to transform the landscape earlier, this we don't know yet, whether it has already transformed the landscape in end-stage myeloma, this we know, it's clear-cut, it's obvious. One last comment, how do we sequence them? Uh, who are you going to give a TCE, T-cell engager, be specific? Who are you going to give CAR-T? Can you give a CAR-T and after that a B-specific? Can you give a B-specific and after that a CAR-T? This is exactly the questions we ask now. I cannot give you an answer to that. Uh, but clearly, these are the ongoing studies. And certainly next year and the year after, you will get the results of all these questions. Thank you very much.